Hello and welcome to my podcast. This one is for EDF 1078. My name is Finn Anderson. Uh, my student number is 29724090. Judith, I'm assuming you're listening. Hello, how are you? I hope you're well. Grab yourself a tea or a coffee or, you know, a glass of wine if you want one. Sit back and relax and please enjoy my podcast. So what is education for sustainability? Well, it's an educational approach that aims to develop students, schools and communities with the values and motivation to take action for sustainability, whether that be in personal lives, in the wider community and also at a global scale um, now and in the future. So it links to local, national and global levels. Uh, ACARA defines it in the curriculum as education for sustainability develops the knowledge, skills, values and worldviews necessary for people to act in ways that contribute to more sustainable patterns of living. So it's individuals and communities engaging with the world in more sustainable practices. So that can be on environmental, social, cultural and economic levels as well. So education for sustainability um, began with the Brundtland Report in 1987 and it was a report um, on education for sustainability, um, edu- environmental education, which then moved to sustainability education and education for sustainable development. And the Brundtland Report defined Sustainable development as development that meets the needs of the present without compromising the ability of the future generations to meet their own needs. So basically, we are looking at how do we help ourselves now and the current to help better the future generations in terms of living sustainably, sustainably as a global community. Education for sustainability has seven main principles, but a few of them are transformation and change, lifelong education for all, envisioning a better future and critical thinking. And these are some of the issues that um, schools are focusing on with students so they can think critically, innovate and provide solutions towards more sustainable patterns of living when they are global citizens in the future after they finish their education. I think the most important thing to remember is that sustainability is a way of life. It has to entrench all parts of life for it to be effective. If we are just looking at sustainable energies, for example, and we're not looking at the impact of, say, animal agriculture or deforestation, it is not possible for our modern world now to move into a completely sustainable future. It must be in every part of life and everyone needs to be involved on a global scale that is the only way that we are going to move towards a more sustainable future for the upcoming generations all right moving on so i'm going to be talking about pedagogy now the pedagogy that i chose to look at was the environmental pedagogy and this is because of its link to environment environmental issues for humans and non-humans so i'm going to be looking at the effects of man-made waste on the natural earth so flora fauna plants and animals that exist with us coexisting basically in the effects of our poor waste management on the natural earth um, the environmental pedagogy also stems from learning 
through authentic experiences and also focusing on community relevance and application. And at school, learning links links authentically to real-life scenarios. So you're looking at the students' home lives and how this can apply in the classroom. Environmental pedagogy also focuses on, obviously, environment and sustainability, ethics and care. So what kind of ethics are we going to hold ourselves to in order to live more sustainability and sustainably apologies um how do we care for the environment in the correct way and then yeah also expanding that into our wider community not just looking at individuals so studies like this one in 2012 by Gorlnik sorry if I butchered that word that name I'll I'll insert it in the references Gorlnik in 2012 suggests connections between um, environmental, experiential and place-based pedagogies actually through environmental ties to place that um, she refers to as emotional engagement. So this article um, performed research on an environmental pedagogy of care. So looking at emotional relationships and experiences in higher education ethics learning. So this backs up what I was saying about focusing on community this research showed that uh, community focused conception of environment environmental ethics and place-based education for environment helps students develop an awareness of their role in environmental ethics and in environmental issues as well as you know cultivating an empathetic environmental ethic so that level of care that will then enable them to participate in environmental problem solving Um, you know, how are they going to do more active steps in the future to live more sustainably? So basically, if students are more emotionally connected to the issue being taught, in this case, waste, how is waste directly impacting the local environment? How is it hurting uh, local animals, uh, like native animals? They're more likely to focus you know, perform better and then also have a more authentic learning experience. And in doing so, students are more likely to remember content. And in the example of waste, they're going to actually want to do those active steps at home to live more sustainably rather than not being emotionally connected to the content, sort of just learning it because they have to at school and then just forgetting about it. So having that emotional link through an environmental pedagogy students are going to be a lot more receptive to learning the information they are in class and a lot more receptive to the pedagogy. And briefly, just to explain the activity that the that I've designed um, with the environmental pedagogy in mind, students will be, so at school, they'll talk through the different kinds of waste, um, whether that be hazardous waste, general waste, recyclables, e-waste, so electronic waste, and then going home and watching sort of what goes in their bins and what bin accumulates the most rubbish. So, um, you know, the green waste bin, the recycling bin, and then coming back to school and discussing whether those uh, waste uh, is being, whether the waste is being disposed of correctly. So if they're seeing phones and electronics and batteries go in the general waste bin or they're seeing green waste, um, so like vegetables and fruit just being thrown out in the general waste as well. And then uh, exploring a way in which they can sort of present this information to their parents at home. And also then thinking of ways that they can maybe recycle or reuse or redistribute 
the waste that's being thrown out. So like cardboard boxes, um, maybe from school snacks, being made into toys or robots or whatever, castles, uh, making sure that soft plastics like plastic bags are being recycled. But I'll go into more detail with this on the activity site on the Canva. And that is a wrap on my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you tuning in as I'm sure it'll probably just be you, Judith, listening. If it is, hello, Judith. (laughs) I hope you're doing well. If it's anyone else listening, hello. Um, If you're from Monash or one of my tutors, hope I did well. If you're some random listening to this podcast for some reason, I hope you enjoyed. Anyway, that's about it. So thanks for tuning in. Bye.